It's time for week four of the Red Zone Roadshow, sponsored by RWJ Barnabas Health. Today we're at the home of the Rebels Howell High School as they prepare to take on the Manalvin Braves in our Red Zone Game of the Week. Hello and welcome to Howell. I'm Ryan Ross. I'm joined by high school football recruiting analyst Chris Melvin, APP sports writer Steve Falk, and NorthJersey.com sports writer Greg Matora. Guys, thanks for joining us back for another week of the Red Zone. Chris, let's start with a look back at last week in our game of the week. Tom's River East snapping the six-game losing streak to their rivals from south. Yeah, East uh, came out on top 35-24, and they had a lot of thunder and lightning. <laughs> we had <laughs> running backs, uh, Frankie Giannetti went for 74, 74 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and Alex Smith uh, goes by the name of Lightning, of course. Uh, he had 75 yards and two touchdowns. So that was a bad for those guys. Had, uh, came out on top. Nice even balance there, 74 yards, 75 yards. Giannetti probably should have had one more. He fumbled in the end zone, and we had the rare lineman touchdown, exactly. so the ball <laughs> certainly bouncing the Raiders' way in that one. Steve, let's bring you in some other uh, storylines you follow around from the shore this weekend. Nice bounce back win for Brick, rallying from a halftime deficit to beat Freehold. How about Neptune getting its first win since Thanksgiving Day in 2016? And the first win for Tariq Holman as Neptune's head coach. Najir Hutchinson had a monster all-around game, both running the ball and on defense. And Jackson Liberty gets their first win of the season with an impressive win over Matawan as Jimmy Celentano ran for over 200 yards. Congratulations to both those teams. And Greg, some big games in North Jersey too, including, I guess, the granddaddy of them all in terms of rivalries. Yes, we had uh, Bergen Catholic uh, holding off Don Bosco on Saturday, 14-13, several thousand people at the game. Very exciting. Uh, it's the eighth consecutive time that these two teams have played a game that was decided by a touchdown or less. Bergen Catholic needing a late interception in the final two minutes to hold on there. Hey, how about the St. Peter's Prep? How good, how good is St. Peter's Prep? <laughs> I saw them beat Bergen Catholic. I think that they are the best team in New Jersey. Undoubtedly, they're a level above everyone else. They have size, they have speed, they have a veteran quarterback, and they are going to be tough to beat in the uh, Group 4 playoffs. And not they, they have Anthony Sutton who chipped the two touchdowns this past he, week. He is. He's a solid running back, but they're solid in all phases. Again, and he's just another weapon in their arsenal. And a big game in the public schools as well, Ramapo and Old Japan. Ramapo Old Japan Friday night, another impressive win by Ramapo. 35-0 over Old Japan, 35-7, uh, excuse me. They were up 35-0 in the third quarter. They move up to number four in the USA Today Network. Wow. New Jersey top 20, that's the top ranked public school in our statewide poll. Wow. And remember, you can see the full poll on the USA Today Network, New Jersey. Let's talk about the college level for a second, <laughs> get some sports news in. Rutgers University, lots of guys from the shore and North Jersey, of course, going on to play collegiately there. An ugly loss at home to Buffalo. Let's just talk about the, the optics of that for New Jersey recruits, for high school players, to see their team lose like that at home. What do you think that does for recruiting, Chris? Uh, well, you got to realize that uh, the fact that Rutgers is in the Big Ten, uh, losing yeah. to Buffalo, uh, it's it, it's, it's going to hit, hit them hard recruiting-wise because, believe it or not, the fact that they're in the Big Ten, Buffalo and Rutgers are still recruiting the same guys. You know, so uh, you got some of these recruits that saying, you know what, Rutgers Big Ten, Buffalo just you know, put it on them. Who are we going after? You know, who are we going to who are we going to commit to? So it's going to be extremely far hard for Rutgers and Coach Ashford there to, to recover from this in the future. Right. Steve, in that empty stadium, seeing those pictures. Oh. <laughs> and if you're a recruit and you're a really big time player and you're being recruited by Big Ten schools, where do you want to go? Ohio State, where you're playing in front of 95,000 people every Saturday, or Rutgers, where you're playing in front of a half-empty stadium. It all comes down to recruiting. I mean, look at the Rutgers quarterback situation. They've had three different starting quarterbacks 
to begin the season in Chris Ash's three years as head coach. Where's the continuity there? The Buffalo quarterback, from what I heard, is a potential first-round draft choice. That's true. How is he, how is Buffalo getting a potential first-round draft choice while a Big Ten school is struggling to find a quarterback? Well, well it's all about recruiting. It's, it's, it is. Some of these play, players, are, they're called sleepers. You know, <laughs> they don't have 25 scholarship offers on the table. Some of them don't have two scholarship offers on the table. So all of a sudden, you get this one offer from, from Buffalo, who's a major university, then all of a sudden, you got these, these small one double A's. Where do you go? You go to Buffalo. Right. Follow uh, <laughs> For all of your Rutgers news, follow Josh Newman, USA yes. Today Network, New Jersey. He'll be following the Scarlet Knights all season. Things aren't going to get easy, any easier for the Knights, too, <laughs> once they get into that Big Ten schedule. Speaking of recruiting, let's talk about some of these recruits that might be considering the Scarlet Knights or elsewhere. We'll start in North Jersey with Michael Connor, Greg. All right, we, we talked about Rampo's offense, which has put up a lot of points. Their defense is very underrated. Again, they did not give up a touchdown until the third quarter against an Old Japan team that uh, was started out the season in our statewide top 20. So he is one of several quality players on that defense. And another Rutgers, Rutgers recruit out of the shore, C.J. Hansen from St. John Vianney, Chris. Yeah, big money, that's what they call him. Because, because <laughs> all he does is he opens up holes, he produces. And all you have to do is ask Kayvon Chambers, who chipped in 200 yards and uh, two touchdowns this past week. But all you do is run behind that guy, and, and he's a quality recruit. Hopefully they can hold on to him. And if you're going to have any chance to win in the Big Ten, when you're playing against Ohio State and Michigan and Wisconsin's of the world who are big and strong and fast, you have to have linemen. If you don't have linemen in the Big Ten, you're not winning any games. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And also, two guys to follow out of South Jersey, Nick Gargman from Woodrow Wilson, 539 yards passing and four touchdowns. And out of the Central Jersey region, Jakari Carter, Saraville running back, four catches for 89 yards, two touchdowns, and 33 yards rushing, and the Bombers win. Also, it's time now to hand out our game ball from the previous week. That goes to Bricks' Jimmy Leblo. He accounted for all five of the Dragons' touchdowns, two passing, one rushing, one catch, and he returned an interception for a touchdown. Reminder, log on to the USA Today Network, New Jersey, and you can vote for who you think the game ball should go to. Jimmy might be a hard one to beat this week with five total touchdowns, but go out there and cast your vote. That's going to bring us to our first break in the red zone here from Howell. When we come back, we'll hear from coaches and players from both schools. And also later in the show, we'll send it around the state for our red zone roundup. We have plenty more show coming up here. It's Howell versus Manalapin on the Red Zone Roadshow, sponsored by RWJ Barnabas Howell. Thanks to our kidney transplant program, one that ranks among the nation's top 10, Jean isn't who she used to be. She's better. I'm still here. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Your school has a chance to win $1,000 compliments of the Asbury Park Press. During the Red Zone Roadshow, the home team struts their stuff on the field, showing everyone their school spirit. Yeah! The Red Zone Roadshow episode that gets the most views during their voting period by the end of the season wins the prize. We want every student, teacher, coach, principal, and board member out there rallying for their district. Share the link to Red Zone Roadshow episodes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to rack up those views. Every participating home district has a chance to win.
week four of the Red Zone Roadshow, sponsored by RWJ Barnabas Health, rolls along from the home of the Rebels, previewing the showdown between Howell and Manalpin in our game of the week. And it's now time to talk to the visiting Braves. We have head coach Ed Guerreri and tight end Alex Claro. Guys, thanks for joining us here on the show. Coach, let's begin with you. These two teams, certainly no strangers. You played last year. Some different faces for both teams. So how do you prepare a new-look Manalapan team to take on a new-look Howell team? I tell you, it's always it's always fun playing uh, Howell. They're a uh, district school in the Freehold Regional District. There's a natural rivalry there. There's a built-in rivalry. These kids have been playing against each other since Pop Warner, Little League. They all know each other. Uh, it's, it's great. It's great that we uh, play it every year, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Even though there's some new names, some new faces, uh, it's going to be a great game. Alex. Uh, is it safe to say that you line up everywhere on the field? I think you line up everywhere except for quarterback and kicker. Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah, last year I played outside linebacker, so I know that position inside and out. This year I play Mike linebacker, so I'm, I'm up in the box doing my thing. And on third down packages, I can cover a slot as well as put my hand in the dirt and rush the QB. How are you with tackles? Tackles, I'm up there in the state, top <laughs> ten, top five, I think. Me and my partner inside, we're both of us top five. Wow. Well, hey, coach. I don't know if I've ever thought I'd be saying this to you, but would you consider this a rebuilding year for you guys? Listen, I mean, anytime you lose the uh, seniors that we had last year, everybody knows who they were. Yes. You know, uh, it was a great group. But we feel that the guys that we have right now, uh, we feel like we're getting a little better each week. And uh, if we continue on that path, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And Alex, off the football field too, you like to relax with a hobby. Tell us what that is and why you enjoy it. When I'm not playing football, I'm either working out or sometimes I grab a couple buddies on the football team. We head out to like a lake or something. We go fishing, spend some time together and some nice bonding time with the team. And what's your biggest catch you were telling us before the show? Uh, I probably caught a 30-pound striped bass. It took me like a half hour to reel in. <laughs> Does the fish get bigger every time you tell that story? No, no, no. <laughs> it was a true 30 pounds, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. What's it like going out with teammates? Kind of a, a bonding experience? Yeah, uh, it's so fun. It's awesome because we all, just like five of us, we go out. Like we were on a boat just spending time with us. No, no phones, nothing like that. Just quality time talking, just having a good time. Well, that's awesome, and, and best of luck on Friday. And, guys, thanks for making the trip over. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for having us. That's the visiting Manalpin Braves head coach Ed Guerreri and tight end Alex Claro. We're going to take another break here in the red zone, and when we come back, it's time to talk to the home team. We'll hear from the Howell Rebels. And as we head to break now, we're going to toss it to our red zone roundup. Guys, take it away. Thanks, Ryan. This is Mark Tribble of the Courier Post, bringing you all the updates from South Jersey football. Another week is in the bag and it was a great weekend for Camden schools as Camden High beat Delcy 45-15. Monty Williams at quarterback had a great game. Not quite the game Nicholas Cargman of Woodrow Wilson had on Saturday. He threw for a record 539 yards in a 59-37 win over Cedar Creek. Now send it to Central Jersey and my friend Greg Tafaro. Hey high school football fans, Greg Tafaro reporting on week three Greater Middlesex Conference action. This week we take you off the field and onto the sidelines in recognition of National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month as we pay tribute to Woodbridge High School senior and pediatric cancer survivor Ben Lapisto, also known as the Barry. Diagnosed two years ago with brain cancer, Lapisto has fought a winning battle and is now the Woodbridge High School football mascot. Woodbridge principal Glenn Lottman explains what Lapisto means to his high school. 
Ben Lapisto epitomizes the Baron spirit. We are so proud of him. He's the kid, never gave up. No matter how bad it got, he fought, he fought, he fought. He's back walking our hallways. Teachers love him, his classmates love him, everyone loves him. He's an inspiration to us all, and I couldn't be prouder of Ben Lapisto. According to the American Cancer Society, more than 10,000 children in the United States younger than 15 will be diagnosed this year with cancer. Where can you find passion? One, two, three, family! Action! Copious amounts of body pain? and a host with perfect hair? Look no further than the Red Zone Game of the Week. We're on the sidelines every Friday night, bringing you highlights from the shore's biggest game. That's right, every Friday. Even nor'easters and power outages won't stop us. The Red Zone Game of the Week, Saturdays at 7 a.m. on app.com. Robert promised his granddaughter he'd make it to her next birthday. Thanks to New Jersey's only lung transplant center, he'll make it to many more. I'm still here. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Welcome back to the Red Zone, the Red Zone Roadshow, sponsored by RWJ Barnabas Health, coming to you from the home of the Rebels, previewing the game between Manalpin and Howell Friday night in our game of the week. And it's now time to talk to our host, the Howell Rebels. We have head coach Luke Sinkhorn and senior lineman Ernie Onesti. Guys, thanks for hosting us here at Howell. Coach, let's begin with you. It's how it goes in high school football. You have graduations every year, but how have you seen some new guys filling some of those big shoes left behind this year? Yeah, we're, we're excited about this year. I know uh, we had a great year last year. Um, we're kind of moving on with that. Um, we have some young guys playing, some great senior leadership, some, uh, some good talented sophomores and juniors, and uh, we're excited. We're, we, we're going to take some lumps. Uh, football is all about that. Even when you're good, you take some lumps and some bruises. Um, but these guys are progressing every week, every play, every quarter, so we're excited about what they're doing. Ernie Ernesto, 5'10", 200 pounds. You're not the biggest lineman around, <laughs> but you're a tough one. That's why you're on the show with us right now. You also play lacrosse. Another yeah, tough yeah. sport. How do the two sports compare? Well, not being the biggest guy out there, I kind of have to use more of my speed than really strength and size. Got to use that to get around people that are way bigger than me. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> I mean, explain. Explain what position, what position you play. I, also, I play defense and lacrosse, too, and I play being O-line. It's pretty kind of hand-in-hand, go with each other, being defense, being very physical on, de on uh, lacrosse. And uh, football, you're just always going at it on the line. So, I mean... Pretty similar. I really <laughs> hey, Coach, yeah. you guys are one or two right now. Yes. How do you get these guys revved up for a team, opposing team? More importantly, how do you get these guys revved up for the Manalpin Braves? Well, I think uh, anytime you play a district rival, especially Manalpin, they're going to get revved up. I mean, uh, at this point, uh, if you're not excited for that, there's probably something wrong. But uh, we know, uh, we talked about earlier kind of how they're young. So a little bit of that, everything we do is we're kind of teaching them how to be uh, football players, how to, how to handle each game. And we can't just get up for the big ones and get and get and go down for the small ones. So that's kind of what our guys in the past have had. These guys, like I said, are learning that each week that uh, no matter what, I think what our issue this year has been is we've had some good times, but we're not consistent. So they got to know that we got to get up for Manalpin, we got to get up for Central, we got to get up for Township, we got to get up for Times River North. So uh, like I said earlier, we're, we're, we're teaching these guys a lot about how to uh, you know, carry themselves on the field and off. And um, I mean, 
been Alpin's been Alpin. You know, if you, if you can't get up for that one, yeah. uh, you can't get up for that Crosstown rival. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, there, there's probably something something going on with you. But uh, we're excited and uh, we're very happy about what uh, what we bring to the table. And uh, we're excited moving forward. Each 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 game, what we can do. Gotcha. And Ernie, off the field too, you like to volunteer some of your time and mentor some of the younger kids around town. Take us through that. Yeah, I do. I'm part of a program called Students Against Destructive Decisions, or SAD. And basically, we three times uh, throughout the year, we go to the middle schools and we go to talk to them about things like bullying and like drugs and alcohol and just tell them what not to do in high school and just how they can make the best of their life. Hmm. And what made you want to get involved with that? Well, when I was younger, just seeing them come around and just having someone to look up to throughout the years, just always wanted to be that person. Well, that's really great. You volunteer your time. Congratulations on that. And, guys, thanks for hosting us here today. Thanks a lot. Thank Appreciate you. having us out. That's the home team, the Howell Rebels, head coach Luke Sinkhorn and senior lineman Ernie Onesti. A reminder to all the Rebels out there, too, the more you watch this episode of the Red Zone Roadshow, the better chance you have to win your district some money at the end of the year. So be sure to share this episode around. We're going to take one more break here in the Red Zone. And when we come back, We'll hear again from Falky and Greg, and they'll make their picks in the red zone pick six. They'll predict the winners for this week, so you don't want to miss that. <laughs> Stick around, plenty more show ahead in the red zone here from Howell. Weeks before the first bell rings to kick off the new academic school year, high school football coaches are putting their players through the grind in the blazing summer sun. Will this season bring a new batch of teams contending? Let's go! Or will the old guard prevail? All season long, we'll take you inside the room to hear the coaches' inspirational speeches that will either propel their kids to victory I'm ready for you. or challenge them to overcome defeat. Ah! It's time to step up to the mic. The Jersey Storytellers Project, presented by the Asbury Park Press, is your chance to share and listen to stories from people in your community. Have a story to tell? Email Alicia Williams Boyd, awilliams at app.com, to share it. Welcome back to the Red Zone Roadshow, sponsored by RWJ Barnabas Health. Week 4 coming to you from Howell as we preview their, the Rebels matchup against the Manalapan Braves in our Red Zone Game of the Week. Speaking of Friday night's games, it's time to get to some predictions. It's our red zone pick six. And, Steve, we're just going to jump right into it with you. Jackson Memorial at Lacey. Jackson Memorial, as always, is a solid football team, solid defensively. Nothing fancy about them offensively. You know what they're going to do. Colin McCarthy, their defensive lineman, is having a monster season, and it's mm -hmm. going to be a very recruitable player, I think, in the near future. True. Good running backs with Jackson Memorial. They use two of them. Leo Samanovich, Will Towns, they're both solid running backs. I think the Jags are just too solid for Lacey. Hey, hey, Greg, how about this one? DePaul Catholic, 3-1 and one versus the number one team in the state, St. Peter's Prep. Uh, St. Peter's Prep is just a full level above. What's going to be the most entertaining part of this matchup is seeing uh, DePaul with quarterback uh, Taquan Roberson. Mm -hmm. How many points can they put up against a very, very good St. Peter's Prep defense? Hmm. Here's a good one, Steve Freehold at Rumson Fairhaven. 
Freehold right back in the fire. They go from brick to this game. <laughs> Rumson is playing as well as any team on the shore. Very big up front. Very solid defensively. Nothing fancy about them again, but you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a well-coached, well-drilled team. And running back Alex Maldron has 12 touchdowns in three games. I think Rumson just has a little too much for Freehold. Hey, Greg, I'm back at you. With, uh, we got St. Joe's Montbell, 3-1. Versus uh, always impressive, two and two uh, Paramus Catholic. Uh, Paramus Catholic has gotten a lot better, but again, St. Joe's number three in our statewide poll. They are yeah. a level above. They're going to be able to move the ball and uh, control that game. I like them by a couple of touchdowns. Greg, I got you again. We got <laughs> Riverdale at Ramapo. I'm going to. I'm looking really looking forward to this public school matchup again. Ramapo number four uh, mm -hmm. in our statewide poll, top ranked public school. They lost to Riverdale last year in the North 1 Group 3 sectional final. Both teams play the up-tempo offense, so there's going to be a lot of exciting plays, a lot of points put up, I think. Riverdale, my cousin's alma mater. I'm sure they'll be watching. <laughs> Steve, let's get to this game. A side note, you picked Tom's River South last week. Tom Costello and I were getting chirped at on the sidelines by oh. East. They said, how about that for your pick six? So choose wisely because Please. I don't want to get beat up again this week. Manalpin <laughs> at Howell. Manalpin should be three and could be three and zero. Let's be real here. They lost on a 90-yard kickoff return, a two-point conversion against Townsend and North. They lost on a last-second 20-yard field goal by Middletown South. It's still a good football team. It's not what it maybe was the last two years, but it's still a good, solid football team and a good, solid program. And in talking to Howell coach Luke Sinkhorn, they're a little banged up right now. And when you're banged up and lost as many good football players as they lost and maybe don't have the depth that you had last year, it's tough sledding. I'm still going to go with Manal, but I think Manal will be a good football team before the season's out. We will have highlights of this game Saturday morning on app.com. Dan LeJudis will be here with Tom to shoot this game and bring you those highlights. Of course, we'll have highlights from all around the state across the USA Today Network, New Jersey. So be sure to check out all the write-ups, photos, and videos that we have for all things high school football across our network. As a reminder, watch that game of the week. Check out our episodes of The Battle Room as well on USA Today Network, New Jersey. We have you covered. That's going to do it for us here from Howell. Our thanks to the Rebels for hosting us. Our thanks to the Manalpin Braves for making the trip. For Chris Melvin, Steve Falk, Greg Machora, I'm Ryan Ross. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the red zone next week for Long Branch at Red Bank Catholic.